once I create the sigil, once I find the phrase, I am wealthy is my phrase, I remove all the double vowels and consonants out of my phrase. And this one is just the A's. I take the leftover letters and I formulate a pattern that I draw for my liking. And you preferably want to make some shit that don't nobody know what it is. Okay. And then you're going to encase it, which means close it or square it. And you're going to feed it. The next step is you're going to charge it. Okay. You're going to want to charge this sigil. One way to charge, I am wealthy, bank dirt. Say you got a wealthy family member, they're dirt. You could put crystals on it. You could put copper on the, uh, the I am wealthy sigil. Some people will put their menstrual blood on it if they come from wealthy people. Um, you could hold it in your hands and charge it, just depending on the level of charging. You could leave it at the at the bank in a baggie in the bushes somewhere near a tree and let it soak up the energy. I mean, you could get creative for real. <laughs> just depending on what you want to do. I will get the dirt from the bank is more than enough. That is how you charge it. Then you have to deploy the sigil. So some people would make copies of it, set them on fire, put them on their candles to deploy them. Uh, like I said, set them on fire, dress them and feed them, feed them oil, feed them uh, smoke, just different things. Um, some people could have created sigil and have a, have a trigger word basically like for the sigil to operate or to, for, uh, you know, like to activate, okay? Um, we also going to talk about, uh, how to create magical entities to do, uh, your left hand path goodies. Now, yes, you do get the karma because then was your demons you created. Well, any questions about basic, this is basic sigil magic. Any questions about creating your own sigil from out of phrases? How long do you charge it? As long as you feel, until you feel it's ready. Um, no one can really tell you how long you can charge a sigil. Uh, I had a sigil that I charged for eight years under the moon before I used it. So it just depends on you how how deep you going in with it. But it can be charged so many different ways. Does that make sense? Um. Any other questions about that? You said that the old sigils, even if it's the same wording, it doesn't look the same. So it's of your own creation, right? Say that again. I'm sorry, I didn't catch all of it. You said, like, when you we could all make the same sigil, but it won't look the same. So it's from how you want it to look, correct? Correct. Yes. I'm sorry. Okay. Yes. Um. Let me see. What else was I saying? I got a question about Go um using the number wheel method. Like, is it a certain order to put the numbers in to make a sigil on a number wheel? Uh, I'm going to say no. I'm not really familiar with using a number wheel. 
with making sigils, not really familiar, but I'm going to say whatever um, pattern resonates, not really familiar with making a sigils on a, on a wheel with numbers. Normally, when you imply numbers, it's based off of certain planetarial um, structures, if that makes sense. Certain numbers represent the planet in three-digit increments, sometimes five. It just depends. Does that make sense? So, Yeah, I do. Yeah. So I'm going to say, um, you know, just try to do more research and find, you know, what works for you. But I think... I kind of think of numbers as like divine math and it is what adds up for you. Let's say that. Okay. Uh-huh. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, I want to tell y'all that when you're doing all these different forms of magic, magic is action. It is the one goal that brings about change and individual change in a group of individuals or in a situation. The attempt to bring change is a characteristic of all living beings and things. It is interaction with the environment. The second common denominator of these cases is that a large target of actions appear to be distant. Uh, for if we analyze uh, this distance, we would notice that it's irrelevant in magical work. There's always structural link so you'll have this link to whatever target and then a link to a desire action this is a magical formula or setup pay attention link to target or link to desire action okay so for example let me give you a few links that you could have to a target um and then we're gonna get into i don't know if everybody got your candles and your pictures we're gonna get into that okay um first thing you can have when you're working for a link or a target to have their hair. It's better if it got the follicles in it. The second thing is their fingernails or some form of bodily fluids. Um, the name of the people being able to have pictures or to visualize them and being able to know how to direct energy. Once you got this information from your physical targets, right? We have to have this action that comes from the universe. So the universe has to give you some kind of level of permission wherever you get it from. And that's how you go about this determined possible target, okay? What is the nature of the action that we want to do with the target? Is it, uh, you know, what is it that we want to create? That's what you got to focus on. Um, link to target, link to desired result, link to psychic energy. There is basically no life without this magic. So when the things I'm about to show you to do with these sigils, know that there's no life without magic. There is a psychic, the self-defense or a blockage. Um, these are the things that can block you from tapping into this magic. There's not enough psychic energy rays in the body. Um, them is the two biggest things. And then say another thing is like you not believing in yourself, not knowing how to tap in to raise these energetic powers. You all have a strong life force field of energy and magic 
that you're all connected to, whether you realize it or not, you do, okay? And your life force is what makes certain things possible. And then you got in certain systems outside of the left-hand path where they're using spirits to do this shit, right? So when we get into this candle ritual, you're going to uh, be allowing the energies of these three entities to have access to the outer layer of your uh, life force by allowing them to work through you to do certain things that you need done, protection, healing, um, anytime you're doing any type of spiritual work, you are having a level of an attachment, whether it is, you know, on, on any scale that it is, okay? Um, I don't want to get into that too deep with that. Um, uh, let's get into how to charge objects because of your sigils, right? So you want to place the object in front of you. It could be like this on a piece of paper. You want to hold your right hand about one inch above the object while you inhale. I want to imagine the life force energy from my body to flow through my hand into the paper. And when I exhale, I want to imagine the life force energy leaving my body through my right hand and going into the object and to proceed to charge the object and have an energy of going through my hand and my wrist. And, you know, if you have a partner, allowing your partner, if someone's there doing it with you to feel the energy going in there. Um, just keep the objects in front of you as practice and keep, you know, practice projecting your energy into the object. Sometimes you can point your right hand into the object. A lot of people would do that. Stretch their hand out to the object. Place both hands out. Um, they use a wand, piece of a wand, to direct energy. Trace it. That's how you get into that. So the magicians build up this energy um, to project it. They do so with this sacrificial energy, this chanting this emotion, group circles, sexual rituals, um, magical evocation, which you're going to learn about invocation, evocation today. Um, you want to practice, you want to practice uh, monetizing and feeling the energy in the body. You want to monetize the body um, from direct energy. Um, you want to basically monetize, but use your energy instead of just using objects, you know? So having this observation of being able to move this life force energy can open up different relative fields and different levels of magnetism uh, within yourself, such as dancing and walking in circles, okay? So the basics laws of life energy is a distance result of structural differences. We know these similar structures and equivalent structures as the life energy that flows through what they call entropy or entropy. This is the life energy basically interacting with your magnetism. When you shift the fields of your life force energy and relative to other, they generate this energy. So me going into a brief description of uh, how to go into this energy or this chi, 
um, how to magnetize it, basically. I hope y'all can hear me. My apologies about that. How to magnetize this energy or uh, whatever. Inhaling. Another thing is inhaling and imagining energy leaving your body. That's very important. Okay? Like, uh, using that technique is very important. That is one way that you could charge um, your sigils, especially if you do Reiki. Any questions about basic sigil magic? No. No questions. I have one question because I think I missed that part. All of the letters go inside the circle. The letters that we underline. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's what you're making a sigil out of. Uh, I want to um, read something else to y'all since y'all don't have no questions. I just don't know why I can't find it today. <laughs> That's how I be sometimes. That's how that shit be going. Um, um, when you get into um. making um sigils and like all of this your own chaos basically right because i got a book i wanted to read a passage to y'all from out of there but when you get into doing all of this from the from the chaos of your mind you got to remember this is just a tool, not a a structure system. Like these techniques are just tools, okay? Chaos can be very dangerous just as it could be beneficial when you're making this magic from your mind, okay? Um the chaos magic, when you're making up stuff from your mind doing magic, it pushes and it threatens and it makes your own individual will come forth in its most beneficial ways of your holy guardian angel and your wishes. This is like the evil genius. Okay. This is a concept among Luciferians in the nature of individual process and understanding the application. For example, like having beliefs in these practices and shit is really not easy, but what you're doing is your association of this lineal belief and this knowledge on very subject or free belief, anything with these concepts of the mind, the will, and to disassociate. So this is what I mean. Another form on the left-hand path, like I said, is chaos magic. And one of the effective terms is to associate. 
To freely dive in a particular concept and absorb it with subconscious, this activates the very part of your brain, which Crowley spoke of in the Goetia. The brain is stimulated by a specific association and enables a new action to occur, associate charges that the belief with the energy of the necessary to create life and the elements or the servitor itself, you must believe in the possible such for it to incarnate your will. This is the core of all magical practice and very thin, uh, very uh, brain of Luciferian thought. The will is the seat of all, um, think of it as a limbinous desire and manifestation of action. To manifest is by the combination of association and will Something can be enfleshed or made through manifest. This can be any given material you seek. One may attain and want a new job or to have magical growth. The possibility is fucking endless, which you deploy this manifestation on. The next one is to disassociate. When you learn your will is sated and it disassociate, when you disassociate, you close your mind from the original belief to learn and grow on another path. One should specifically avoid any personal relationships when in this manner, which could lead to schizophrenic behavior and make you um, many upset with your actions, right? Like disassociating from them. Um, but it's very effective. So in the event, uh, Ray Sherwin, well, in the event that I do not believe it is possible, I succumb to my present level. A performance denying myself the option of functioning in the capacity by not recognizing that the belief is arbitrary and that I can change my beliefs as ready as I change my shoes. Perception changes reality, basically. So this is the current state of chaos magic in the present time. This has only maneuvered to some certain state due to the lack of imagination and visualization skill. Chaos, chaos magic is basically this egocentric ideology that has no specific doctrinal form. Lack of dogma can often be led to emptiness of concepts and then the boat literally runs around. So chaos magic must be defined in a certain context in order to have this reawakening of this luminous possibilities that's contained uh, there within. So um, when you're basically uh, working in your self-truth and the unification of your will and your desires and your belief, this thing that you're forcing onto the will and an imprint of earth has this effectiveness where your soul just basically is being drawn near or is being cast in this omniscience uh, and inspiration. Basically, you're just imprinting on the universe is basically what it really is. Um, a lot of people have used magic, the act of creating sigils, uh, initiation into spiritual mental forces through paintings. I'm going to show you all some paintings that will fuck with you too. Um, music sigils, these different things are very powerful creating sigils. So the tones and sounds and music are sigils. This is a sigilized music form. I don't know if you know that. They're playing sigils when they looking at them so notes are sigils even the music is the sigil i don't know if y'all know that um so by projecting your consciousness um you could even charge the sigils to music listen to the sigil and hold it and think about you know it is a lot of different ways to charge a sigil i'm gonna go into that a little deeper but um 
<clears throat> these letters, these paintings, these sigils, these artworks, not only can they be drawn and charged, you can create uh, different things uh, into a way of magical ability. Um, it's a book that I have called The Book of the Witch Moon, where it teaches you how to create your own gods and entities and how to work with them and care, how to have a dissolution, basically teaching you how to control your thought forms uh, through entities that's basically created. Um, this is some left-hand path. You know, this, this class is all about the left-hand path, left-hand path a sneak peek. So the art of dealing with these magical beings from sigils and entities um, how to contact them, how to create them. You will notice in ATR uh, religions, some of them have Veves, they have Firmas. Uh, it's just different names for them that they have, but they have like these sigils, right? So this basically helps contact them, allow one to conjure and make packs, have exorcisms. Uh, these beings have lesions of different names from demonology and other cultures, elementals, familiars. Incubi, succubi, bedwills, demons, automata, autovisms, wars, spirits, etc. Okay. And uh, this chaos magic teaches you uh, basically the knowledge of this hidden uh, connection with these spirits um, that are so readily to work for you, so readily to get into your shit and control other people, like at fucking will. They're so ready to do that. That's why I always tell y'all to be careful when you summons in and what you got going on, who to make sure you know who the fuck you're talking to, all of that, because it is easily to pick up a copycat, okay? So one of the things, let me see, one of the things that I want to talk about um, that further introduces this undisciplined level of sorcery and chaos magic is the 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 book of the witch moon again that book is really deep um mama cheeto go ahead i'm listening so you're saying you can create your own spiritual like entities that would help you with your sigils is that what you're saying uh no that do the bidding on the sigils okay so for example you're going to learn how to create sigils, basically, and attach entities to them, okay, that do your bidding. It's like having a personal spiritual maid that gets shit done. It is very effective. Um, I, I used to do it all the time. You have to have a way to feed the spirit, a disillusion, a name for the spirit, a job for the spirit, what the spirit does, um, how to conjure the spirit. <laughs> Feeding it is a big thing. So we'll get into that. I don't want to really get into that on here. Um, I want to kind of go into, because we're on left-hand path, I want to go into vampirism uh, lycanthropy and the dead, like, you know, vamp, you know, werewolf vampirism. Um, this is, a another level of the left-hand path. And you will hear vampirism existing in the European psyche, Western culture, Eastern culture too, for generations. This is stretching thousands of years. Okay. Shape-shifting darker aspects of the left-hand path and witchcraft. 
even lycanthropy is closely connected with the dual aspects of sex and death and, and so as vampirism, okay? This level of the left-hand path dark arc has this lunar current which sorcery opens and becomes aligned with the basic aspects of hidden desire and these lustful displays of demonic elements, okay? Um, this is what they call the black art, uh, worshiping of the devil that lies in the depths of your subconscious, the will to explore, suggest, destroy, and create. Like the God is becoming the God is a Luciferian thing, generation, operation, and destruction at will. Okay. So the more you get into all these deep grimoires, you're going to find out a lot of this devil worship. Is code for the energy of oneself, okay? And these demons do very well exist, but they exist in spirit and consciousness and not, as we always think, or not all the time in the physical form of the flesh, okay? You have these different things where they go into what they call Nosferatu, uh, which is the vampire, <laughs> Or the Hagobui, which is the one that dwells and sucks the soul, okay? Um, vampirism and the lichens, all of this goes back to ancient time. You're going to hear so many stories about um, Dracula's. I mean, you could just think of all the stories, okay? But this shit really went on in Romania and in Hungary. Okay, like a fucking bloodbath. Over 560 girls was killed. Like that shit is really real over there. Okay, and they have something called uh, Varcolasi, and it is a Roman vampire spirit. Okay, and this vampire spirit is generally living and hosting through different presumable forms of normal life. Okay. The vampire physically enters your sleep through the spirit world and the spirit is fed and drank from during that point, okay? Um, they not only drain the blood, but they drain the life force from a person. So you know how now we be hearing people, they be like, they be having disorders with their blood and shit. They don't know where it's going. That's like, vampirism in the night, like during the sleep, okay? Because the blood is leaving. Um, they have something called Romania, the son of the dragon, the son of the devil, or what they call Dracula, uh, the Vlad Tepes, the Roman noble who lived from 1431 to 1476. He was a Transylvania and Pauler prince, big on the motherfucking order of dragon in the Turkish offense. This person was under the spirit of a vampire spirit, this witch possession, the witch moon. It's like this energy. You got these off topic from the book, because I told y'all what book I'm going from today. You got these uh, eyes in the palms of your hands. I don't know if y'all know that. Um, especially when you're working with the left-hand path. It's something that's always on, always, <laughs> it's always watching. Um, I'm going to show y'all some sigils because I don't want to go too deep into this because this shit get kind of deep. I'm going to show y'all a sigil. Y'all see that? 
this is a sigil that shows like in uh possession um period I want y'all to get um your your stuff set up cleanse your candles with your florida water or your tobacco smoke or whatever you cleansing them with um get it set up get your three pictures set up and we're gonna kind of get into uh this animism because the lycanopathy goes into the werewolf we're gonna get into uh this animalistic nature uh we'll go more into um later on in the week um vampiric sorcery and the technique of basically invoking and directing energies which are like quip they call it the quiplothic in nature and the kabbalah in origin and it's basically unbalanced or negative energy which exists in a beyond state of doth which is a dual and qualities doth is often represented as the power zone of wisdom and the hidden knowledge and one may ask, what is the key? The key is the subconscious, the dark matter of the brain. So vampirism is also the will being directed to an internal focus of exploring the um, immortal aspects of the vampire in shadow and dream form. It is the process of a sinister or left-handed alchemical process being the adversarial uh, path of the Luciferian and self-development. These elements are often directed or different, uh, excuse me, from spheres and then that they will often take these forms of desires and be what we call like avatarisms. You see what I'm saying? They often take the form and urge with the psyche and they rarely can be made to assume visible uh, appearance. Okay, that goes into creating your own entity. So uh, Doth is guarded by... Everybody should know this. Okay, part two real quick. Um, this picture, picture I'm showing y'all is vampirism is the extension of the astral mind and night side of reality. All that is transformable from the flesh to the dream is subject to change on this level. One must learn to separate him or herself, which most students of the hidden arts have done already from the sleeping world of the people lost in crowds, lost to themselves and dedicated only to skimming by in their lives. The successful magician is the one who realizes that the universe is composed of simplistic beliefs, which are only connected with the extension of the mind. If you believe it and act towards it, then it's real. The sorcerer realizes that gods and creations of man and the spirits and the energies do not exist, though whether their existence, here we go with this anapomorphic, and the anapomorphic form is extremely doubtful. Gods are extensions of the mind and the vast categorizing and skills, which prove to have significant role in altering and directing magical energies towards various goals and breeding our desires. The sorcerer views a life sacred and it is the keeper that is in their choice which path to take whether it's left or right it is not surprising that most people choose the path blindly not even knowing nothing about it right believing what is true or what states for themselves so this vampire sorcerer understands that everything must be questioned and tested before it can be explored for nothing is sacred <laughs> again for nothing is sacred and everything can be changed 
life and joy is available fighting individuals one who is able to go beyond what is dictated and forge a great path in his or her own life so they also understand that no one else can accomplish this for them like a lot of people want to follow people they know this on the left hand path nobody can do this shit but you the vampire will also realize that it is such a way of life in the world it must be altered behind the scenes from a mask of dreams if you will the vampire sorcerer is quite able going through life without knowing without another knowing of the magical practice what he's capable of and the will remember i told y'all before like i didn't give a fuck if nobody knew magic nigga i knew that shit remember i used to tell you that like i wasn't one trying to share it with no motherfucking body fuck them that's where i got that energy from being vampiric as fuck uh, when I received the vampiric energy, I knew some shit was changing. My mind was open. I knew that I was ahead of this either mental ruin with will and courage. I was arrogant. It was something. I allowed the energy to manifest in my mind and grow massively in my reality from the 1990s on up. This is true with any other form of magic that I ever got into. I allow it to consume me. So, in a nutshell, vampire sorcery is based on the essential principle that traditional forms of magic are the only exception that is a darker symbols of sometimes involved. So, we do not consider these things evil or harmful as there is no ill intent towards anyone. They are simply a means of strengthening and connecting with oneself on all levels. Vampirism is quite natural to many aspects of the psyche which we desire connection. The path of evil in an initiatory con uh, context is not the reference to moral or ethical pursuits or arbitrations, uh, rather of adversal focus by such gods and uh, the, the set, the satanic <laughs> assumptions of separation of natural order. So to learn magic, one must begin to understand the fucking self and your individual strengths and your fucking weaknesses. Aleister Crawley said the science and art of causing change to occur in the conformity with will. Okay, and that's where the fuck we're going to leave that at right there, bang.